Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There's an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. Welcome to another episode of Evangelizing Catholic Culture with Father David. Today's topic is the culture of connection. You can find today's show notes at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. And here's Father David. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters. This morning, we're going to briefly talk about the uh, culture of connection. First, I'd like to say that as most of you are aware of the traditional Catholic culture that great grandpa and grandma knew, which was based on stable and supportive relationships is almost gone, disintegrated and still dissolving. So many Catholics and other Christians have looked to see what is needed because there needs to be a replacement. And many have slid into this involvement with the neo-pagan religion in society called secular humanism. And that essentially what that is, is it, it's a religion, secular religion. It's all about me. We don't need God or religion in short. Uh, we, we just simply and so are, have come of age and we're really in, quite capable of handling everything. So, but we know that's not true and that's false. So what we need is to develop a culture of connection. Now, Pope Francis has mentioned a number of times that the Catholic faith cannot exist if it's not rooted in a culture. And, and the culture that the, the last number of four popes or so have pointed to is basically, it's a culture of mercy uh, all the popes have written about it extensively, and one pope declared it a, a whole year for the culture of mercy. And so that's the question. And we say, what's this new culture look like? It's a culture of mercy. It's a culture of relationships. It highlights relationships. It's a culture that brings connection in relationships. So it has a threefold connection. The culture of connection is we need to, first of all, be connected to ourselves. And then secondly, to God 
And then thirdly, because we, we are connected with ourselves and receive the Father's connection, we're able to connect with others. So what does this mean? It means that divine mercy is the goal and need to be rebuilding a new culture of compassion that's based upon relationships. So the threefold focus of connection to self and others occurs by highlighting personal transformation, the work of the Holy Spirit, the work of God living in us, transforming our whole being. And the key objective is here in transformation is the healing of the whole person. When I started out uh, praying with people for healing, the emphasis was, and as actually is for the most part, generally speaking, the emphasis is, is upon the heart. When you talk with a person and they're in a lot of emotional pain and you ask them, you know, what, what's, what's the thing? It's usually hurts in, in, from relationships, hurts from things that have happened to them, hurts from trauma that have happened to them. And so we, we focused on that for so many years. And now the vector, which is the radio beam that, uh, that uh, connects the airplane to the airport that it's coming to so it makes sure it lands in the right place. Now the vector that's shifting is basically the key here is the transformation of the mind. You know, now Paul talks about this in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, and he talks about the transformation. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may know what is good and pleasing and perfect, so that you may know what is the, the will of God. So the, what, in a sense, what we're really dealing with is relationships. And the first is self-compassion. How do we get experience self-compassion? We tend to, most people, and I'm hearing a lot of confessions these days, most people basically get down on themselves, directly or indirectly. They, they beat themselves up unnecessarily. So what we want to see is that self has to come in. And many of the sins in our confessions in the Catholic Church is, is based upon the fact that they don't, they're not related to themselves. They're living by external piety or they're living by an external means of willpower. And so what happens is this, this connection in the culture of compassion and mercy, first of all, comes by the fact that humanly speaking, we really need to make sure that we are connected to ourself. And what that means essentially is a transformation from the false self, which is all the things that we do that are negative, that are protective, that are uh, unbecoming, that are getting in arguments, doing all these kind of things, neglecting relationships, and not being good to others, not being kind to others. So the connection, first of all, is I need to be connected to myself. Secondly, how do we receive the compassion of the Father through the pierced heart of Christ? Third, the second way is that's the way we imitate Christ. That's really what it means to imitate Christ. Just as the Father has given his compassion to his son Jesus, he communicates that to us because we live the divine life in our heart that special, precious gift of divine life 
And so then we actually, in a sense, once we're connecting to ourselves, we open to the connection of Christ, and it's a connection of compassion. And then we receive the Father's compassion, and we, we begin to, to recognize something that many of us haven't experienced for most of our life, which is we are known by God. We are chosen by God. We are special to God. He has a tremendous love for us, a precious love for us. And we're known, we're chosen, and we're valued. And then what we end up doing when we connect with God and ourselves with others, we set up boundaries, necessary boundaries. And we're open to those boundaries, which in a sense really enable us to be connected to ourselves. And through the pierced heart of Christ, connected to Jesus and the Father's love, and then we reach out in mercy, in relationship and connection uh, to our brothers and, and, and sisters. So the the vehicle for bringing us into these this threefold connection is really not the healing of the hurts of our heart, but it's a re renewal of our mind. It's the healing of the whole person. And what we're experiencing in praying with people is their mind is freed. What happens to them is that uh, the hurts and wounds of the heart just kind of minimize and they kind of eventually go away. They can receive direct action for sure by the power of the Holy Spirit. But the key is the healing of the whole person. And the vehicle that we're using these days in ministry and transforming it from treatment into retreats, giving retreats, is the renewal of the mind. And the whole notion is based upon relationships and it's based upon uh, moving from our false self that's based in our mind upon damaged mind because of trauma from the past, damaged mind because we, our mind has gone into negative thinking and we've, we've actually, in a sense, did negative discipline to ourselves and we've had all these things build up in us, which is not constructive in relationships, but destructive in many ways. And so what we come to understand is that the renewal of the mind helps us to transform from the false self to the true self. And then, now in conclusion, the, what is the couple features of this true, wise self? And the first one is calm. Calm is the peace of Christ residing continually in our heart. That in any situations, in most situations, we may be dearly challenged, but we experience calmness and peacefulness. Then the second thing is, because our minds are being renewed, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we become confident. We're confident in ourselves, and we're able to communicate and be in communication and relationships with, with that confidence. And then the third is, of course, compassion. And it's the beautiful gift of God's suffering love, his compassion, his compassion and the cross and the gift of his resurrection his compassion for giving us the Father's heart, taking on the Father's heart. And then what we experience in ourselves is a gradual transformation of our whole person, transformation from the false self 
and the hurts parts of us, the abandonment, shame, rejection, grief, etc. The hurts parts of us transmit transformation into the renewal of our mind, and then we experience the true peace of the culture of compassion, which is rooted in our beautiful relationships in the mystical body of Christ. May God bless you. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.